So, what was that? Hey, can you help me understand? Hey, uh, where'd that come from? What did that mean? Hey, what did you mean when you said... What happens now? Hey, can you explain... Hey, can you help me understand? I like that. Well, hi. We want to welcome you to the Family Room Conversations. I'm Zach. And I'm Gary. What a great honor it is to be with you again. And we just want to remind you that this is an opportunity to um, kind of respond to some of your questions from the sermons and sermon series during the week. Um, and so if you have those, please, please share them with us. We would love to hear from you and talk about them during these sessions. We have a couple questions we want to talk about this week. Sure. Um, we've been talking about the church. We've sp kind of specifically been talking about fellowship the last two weeks. Right. Um, and uh, I want to say kind of first of all, I know that we've had a couple people asking for um, your notes. Yeah. about the sermon. Is there any way they can get those? Yeah, or? I've had people email me, call me, uh, text me and say, hey, could I actually get a copy of the notes you speak from? And so, yeah, it's really easy. If you want them, you can email me, text me, uh, talk to me after service. I'll be happy to send them your way. No problem. Perfect. Okay. Well, let's kind of dive in. I thought your, your sermon was very kind of timely this week. You talked a lot about what the church is. And, and in this time, it seems like a lot of that is being deconstructed. You know, a lot of people aren't physically attending a service sure. on a Sunday, but are they still participating in church? And how can we still participate in what Christ and what the Bible says true church is? being is. And so can you kind of speak to that? Can you, I know you talked about it on Sunday, but can you kind of tell me at its most reduced point, what is the core being of the church? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, we, we're building this uh, idea of church around the concept of fellowship and that true fellowship is found in what we uh, said halfway through the message on Sunday. It is a love that is not hypocritical. It is a love that's genuine. It's a love that's heartfelt. It's a love that's God-led. And uh, we said, you know, that originates, if I'm in awe of God, then I will love you in an unhypocritical way. If I'm kind of playing games with God, then I'll pretty much be comfortable loving you however I want to selfishly. Mm. And so it all originates, Zach, um, my, my genuine love for people that creates the fellowship, the fancy word koinonia, you know, with other believers, originates in me being in awe and worshiping God. Yeah. So that kind of leads to some of the two uh, kind of big topics that you've talked about this past week. I think it was, it was devotion was mm -hmm. one of them. That was something we had a couple right discussions about. You want to kind of reduce that down to for me? Yeah, I wanted everyone to understand that the book of Acts char characterizes essentially 3,000 new believers. And in the next verse, it says they devoted themselves to four different things. And, and I wanted us to understand that um, whether we're doing it online or in person, it's a decision we have to make within ourselves. And the word devotion that Luke chose to write uh, is, is powerful. I mean, it's meaning that I'm very committed, that I'm, I'm persistent in pursuing something. With an, I'm intentional about it. Um, and it didn't based on, it's not based on feeling or mood or emotion. Mm -hmm. It's really, as, as I think about God's amazing grace in my life, I'm like, wow, I know there's more. And so because of that, I'm devoted to what he says here. I'm devoted to the teaching, to fellowship, to worship, and then to prayer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you kind of spoke about awe as well in that, yeah? Yeah, well, it continues, and it says that this group of people, the 3,000, essentially 100 people who constituted this church, um, they were in awe of God. Mm. And, and what fascinates me about that is the fact that they were from like every nation under heaven. Um, they had all been God-fearing Jews. They had now believed 
in Christ, I mean, varying ethnicities, language, economics, education. I mean, there was a diverse group, and yet the unifying factor was them being in awe of God. Mm. And that just like drew them from all their plurality and diversity to be unified in an amazing way. I love that. Speaking of unification, I remember one of the quotes from the scripture that you took this week was, uh, they had everything in common. I think, yeah. I don't remember what verse that was in specifically. Uh, but I do remember that a couple verses before we were emphasizing just how incredibly diverse sure. these people were. How did they, I know they fit hand in hand because this is the Acts 2 church, right? But how does that fit hand in hand? Yeah, it says here in Acts chapter 2 that uh, they were believers and had together had and had everything in common. And, and, and again, that's where the unifying factor, it is as we're in awe of God, we realize inside ourselves that our desire is to be more like Christ. Mm. And so regardless of your starting point, if your end result is to be like Christ, then everybody's moving to the same point. So it's like, like a, you had a pizza and everybody starts at a different part of the circle and you're moving towards the middle. The ultimate goal is, is there's, there, that's where you, your unity is found. Right. Yeah. And I think it just begins with, if I'm in awe of God, then I'm in awe of you because you're a creation of God and you're my brother in Christ. Uh, and so because of that, our unity is based on our shared relationship in God and all the other differences we can celebrate because those are actually God created as well. I love yeah. that. Cool. I, I think that's great. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, I think honestly with everything happening in our world right now, with all the arguments about different types of people and all the disagreements that are taking place, I think this is a great season for the church, yeah. uh, for us to stand up and say to the world, hey, we're, we have diversity among us, and yet our unity is found that we all have an inherent desire through Christ living in us to be more like him. And as we're becoming more like him, we'll be unified in a supernatural way where uh, there's not like I'm better than you or you're better than me, but there's like a level playing field where we all realize by the amazing grace of God, we have a relationship with him. And when we celebrate that, then we can celebrate that by God's amazing grace, you have a relationship with mm -hmm. God and others as well. Yeah. I love that. Because we get so caught up in, even especially in the church world, in the, um, what somebody called the, the wallpaper sure. of belief, you know, the kind of, the not foundational di disagreements that we might have. But at the end of the day, it's Christ that unifies us. It is. And that's, it's Christ that's the same. Yeah. Yes, I, I love that. And we have to remember three real simple truths. That the beginning of the Bible, uh, we are all, it doesn't matter who we are on planet Earth, made in the image of God. Right in the middle of the Bible, it says that Jesus loved the whole world. I mean, God so loved the world, he gave his son. So Jesus died for the world, for whomever would believe. And then at the end, it says, in heaven, there's in every nation, tribe, language, unified together, celebrating God's goodness. Mm -hmm. And so if that happened in the beginning, in the middle, in the end, I think that's the way we ought to be living right now as well. Yeah, I love that. Well, I want to remind you guys that, um, once again, if you've got things you want to ask, things you want us to discuss, leave it in the uh, comment section of this post or the posts that we make on Sundays, um, or send them to any of the contact information that will be in the uh, description below and the description of all of our videos. Thank you so much for joining us. Gary, you want to pray us out? Yeah. Hey, Father, thank you for our, our time. Thank you, Lord, for 
our discussion and uh, thank you for your truth that's so liberating as we not just take it, talk about it, think about it, but we live it out. And when we do, we get the joy of experiencing an amazing relationship with you. Thank you for guiding us and leading us and loving us. In your son's uh, holy name we pray, amen. Yeah.